0: hi welcome to yet another episode of my podcast here's what i think this morning let's think a little bit about intermittent fasting some people call it if um, but it's very very topical nowadays it's being heralded as a tool for rapid weight loss and other health benefits and many people think well let, let me try I suppose it is only natural when one wants to lose weight to find something that will work quickly, to just get rid of all this weight that I no longer want to be carrying around. The good news is intermittent fasting is an absolutely fabulous tool for improving health and yes, for losing weight. It has been a game changer for me on my own weight loss journey, if you know Um, If you've been listening to my podcast at all or reading my blog at Kellycatherine.com, you will be more than familiar with my own struggles with weight and the fact that I have been on a keto diet for the last 19 or so months. It's not even a diet. It's the way I live. I don't eat carbs. My body does not handle carbs well. Causes me to gain weight. It's difficult to lose weight. Moderation in eating is nigh on to impossible for me. And so I switched my way of eating to eating low carb foods and low carb meals. And it's one of the best things I've done. I've lost a lot of weight and my life has transformed. No, I'm not being dramatic. No, I'm not overstating things. This has really, really worked for me. And I know I'm not alone. I'm part of a wider community of people who are reversing type 2 diabetes, who are quelling inflammation, who are finding new joy in increased mobility because of this way of eating. Blood pressure gone down. Many people have even had their cholesterol go down. Anyhow, today we are focusing on intermittent fasting. I think it's important for us to go into what it is How best to do it? What are the benefits to be expected? Because intermittent fasting is best incorporated as a part of the way you live rather than a one-off event that you do. And you know, as well as I do, that sustainability, sustaining a habit and consistency pays greater dividends than the one-off grand gesture So let's get into Intermittent Fasting or IF. Intermittent Fasting is simply depriving your body of food for a defined period of time. I prefer to look at it as defining my eating window. So I say I'm going to eat for 8 hours today. Or I'm going to eat for six hours today. And the rest of the time, I'll be sleeping or I'll be drinking water, reading, living life, doing everything else except consuming food. Why? Think about it, guys. We've been fed a myth, you know. We've been fed a myth that we need to be constantly eating because we're active or because if we don't eat, it will wreck our metabolism and we'll go into starvation mode. You would have to not be eating for an extended period of time to go into starvation mode. Do you really think that our forefathers who were hunters and gatherers ate around the clock? I don't think that we were created to be eating around the clock. We need time for our bodies to heal themselves, to restore themselves, to rest and to do a couple other things that I'll go into when i when I speak about the benefits of intermittent fasting, our forefathers never had cupboards and refrigerators and supermarkets where they simply had to stretch one hand to the food source and into their mouths. We have been duped by people who want to sell you their food. This thing about breakfast is the most important meal of the day was started by a cereal company who wanted to sell you their processed grains with added sugar. It's a myth. Where's the science behind that? Think about it. What is the science that says you have to eat the minute you open your eyes? Nonsense. We have been duped. And if you try intermittent fasting, you'll see for yourself. Okay, so... I don't believe that we were created to be eating around the clock. You will not wreck your metabolism if you define and confine your food consumption to a particular window of time during the day. And so, when I'm going to explain a little of the nomenclature that intermittent fasters use. So, if you're depriving your food, for a defined period of time during the day, that's intermittent fasting. The most common form of intermittent fasting is eating during an eight-hour window, and the time of day seriously doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So you eat during a defined eight-hour period per day, and the remaining 16 hours of that day, you're not eating. And the good news is that 16 hours includes the hours that you spend sleeping so you can do a 16-8 intermittent fast not eating for 16 hours eating for eight or you can do a 23-1 intermittent fast where you eat one meal a day during one hour and the other 23 hours you're not eating so Someone practicing 16-8, just to repeat, doesn't eat for 16 consecutive hours and allows themselves to eat during a defined 8-hour window. So this is how it looks. So imagine that it's Sunday evening. Someone who is practicing a 16-8 intermittent fast will finish their last meal on Sunday by, say, 6 p.m. If they're doing a 16-8 intermittent fast, they won't eat anything again until sixteen hours after that six p m, which would be ten a m on Monday. So your eating window on Monday would now be ten a m to six p m. It's as simple as that. That's intermittent fasting. The time of day, you can choose it to fit into your, into your lifestyle and schedule. So some people I know have a meal early in the day. But they stop eating by 2 p.m. and don't eat again until early the next morning. That's fine. I like to have dinner with my family in the evenings. And so I, and that's the time of day that most of us get hungry. So it makes sense to, to eat around the time of day when you are most hungry, right? Why torture yourself and do otherwise? So I eat later in the day and i'll go into more details about what my intermittent fasting these days looks like so that's if that's intermittent fasting a defined eating window period and the rest of the time you're sleeping or you're drinking water or you're consuming black coffee or black tea some people say put a little heavy cream in your hot beverage no sweetener not even artificial sweetener Um, And you do this to, and that's, that's, that's fasting, you have deprived yourself of food. Now, depriving yourself of food for a set period of time is not just about reducing the amount of calories you take. Because by now, you know that the calories in calories out theory of weight gain and weight loss is old school and it's simply not true. Weight gain is more complex than that. It's a whole interplay between calories, types of calories, and hormonal balance, isn't it? Because some of us, we eat low-fat yogurt, low-fat cereal, um, low-sugar cereal, whole grains, which are low in calories, and we can't lose a pound. We eat fruit, which is lower in calories than maybe, let's say, a meal of bacon and eggs, and no weight is being lost. If the calories in, calories out hypothesis was true, the planet would be a lot slimmer than we are now. Bottom line, it's not true. And so intermittent fasting, although possibly you may end up consuming less calories than you would were you continuously eating or grazing throughout the day or eating from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, It's not really about that. Here's where the beauty and the sense of intermittent fasting really pays off for us. The root of our obesity problem, people, is a little something called insulin resistance. When we eat carbohydrates, whether in the form of sugar, grain, um, even complex carbs, even fruit sugars, Your body has to secrete a hormone called insulin to metabolize that so that we release energy and use that energy to fuel our days. In order to, so when those of us who struggle with weight, it's difficult to lose weight. We gain weight easily. We have huge appetites that sometimes feel as if they're out of control. You know what's happening there? We have eaten some carbohydrates, even a little, even a little, and our body responds by secreting insulin, but our, we're not very efficient. Our insulin is not doing the job it's supposed to do, and so our blood sugar is rising, our insulin levels are rising, and we have two, our blood is, is burdened Our body is burdened with high levels of sugar on one hand, high levels of insulin on the other hand, and the result is weight gain because insulin encourages the body to hold on to fat. It interferes. High levels of insulin also interfere with our feelings of fullness. That's why you can't feel full. That's why you can never eat half a bag of chips. That's why you can't just have three cookies and stop. It's not that you're weak. It's not that you're greedy. Your insulin ain't working. You are insulin resistant. And this is the beauty of intermittent fasting. When you have a period during the day where you're not consuming those foods and your body, therefore, does not have to respond by secreting insulin, Your blood sugar levels are stabilized on one hand and your insulin levels are stabilized on the other hand and your body now needs to burn fat for energy. Your body does not have a trigger saying, I got to hold on to this fat. Your body no longer has a trigger saying, I still feel hungry. It is such a remarkable way, such a great way to regain control of our body, to align our body, to have it started burning fat for energy instead of searching for sugar to to burn and holding on to the fat that we have. That's one of the great benefits of intermittent fasting. And that's the real science behind it. We want to attack insulin resistance, which is the root of obesity, Inflammation throughout the body, and inflammation is the root of so many other conditions. We want to regulate our insulin so that people with conditions like PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, can have that whole endocrine reproductive function reset when our insulin levels are stable. Diabetes type 2, we don't need to be taking medications To regulate our insulin uh, functions because we're not eating the foods that cause us to need all this insulin. Inflammation, pains in our joints will go because in the absence of high blood sugar levels and in the absence of high insulin levels, inflammation will subside and you'll be able to move around a lot easier. The arthritis will go. This is the beauty of intermittent fasting. So let's recap some of the advantages. Now that you understand the science behind intermittent fasting, it's not only about reducing calories. It is about attacking weight gain at its root, insulin resistance. We are are reducing our blood sugar levels and we're reducing high insulin levels in our blood. And the result is you're going to lose weight. You are eating less food. And your body is now burning fat stores for energy. You also have enhanced immune and brain functions. Not taking food into the body prevents the secretion of the hormone insulin. And reduced insulin forces your body to burn fat stores for energy. I told you that excess insulin in the body interferes with feelings of fullness. So... You end up eating more than you really need when you have these high insulin levels in your blood. I told you that excess insulin in the body triggers inflammation and the body responds to inflammation with what? With an immune system that has been triggered. Your body uses this time when it's not secreting insulin in response to food that you have eaten to repair cells and flush out toxins and all that build up around our cells. Simply put, fasting gives the body some time to clean up and the result is more energy and focus. Yeah, this is a fact. When your body is forced to burn its own fat for energy instead of the carbs that we are typically shoving at it the byproduct is something called ketones see where the name keto comes from keto short for ketogenic coming from ketones which are produced when we burn fat instead of sugar for energy and guess what ketones are used by the brain for energy and they suppress appetite and they signal your cells to clean up and repair why are we eating round the clock again? <laughs> you see, this, this is such marvelous news for me and a relief. It's a relief. My, the body is a complex machine that's capable of so much good when it is running right. It doesn't run right on its own. There are some intentional actions we have to take. And by limiting and defining an eating window, It's one of the great things we can do to realign our bodies. Our bodies will take care of themselves when we do the right things. Okay, so I explained what intermittent fasting is about. I explained some of the benefits that come from intermittent fasting. Let me tell you a little bit about how I did it. So I was already on a low-carb eating regime. And when you're eating low carb, it kind of mimics what happens to your body under fasting conditions, right? Because we're not eating so many carbs, there's the need for less insulin. And so we don't have this hyperinsulinemia in the body. We don't have this high blood sugar. And so we're already kind of simulating what happens during fasting. And so I really advocate to people who want to Do intermittent fasting um, to improve their health and to lose weight, to start by going low carb in terms of what they eat. Of course, you can eat a full carb meal and decide to fast the next day, but it's painful. Why would you do that? You're going to have cravings, you're going to have hunger, you're going to feel the shakes. So many people say, I can't fast because when I deprive myself of food, I I, I get shaky and my blood sugar is low. How you know your blood sugar is low. You tested it? No, that's the cravings for your sugar habit that are kicking in. It is better, I think, and I recommend for you to go low carb for a couple of weeks so that your body switches to burning fat for energy. You shake that addiction to sugar. Your body's already burning fat. It makes depriving now of more food less painful. And it actually becomes a natural thing. You no longer have the cravings. You no longer have the huge appetite. And so it becomes easier to implement the practice of intermittent fasting. So yeah, I had been for a couple of months eating low carb. But you know what? My weight loss was slow. And um I was becoming discouraged. And a friend of mine who was on a similar weight loss journey said to me, check out this thing called intermittent fasting. Well, I heard the word fasting and I just panicked. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to <laughs> I, I have to eat. I have to eat. The thought of going without food was absolutely painful to me and scary why the hell would I not eat he said no man you and I said as much to him you know and he said no man check out the science. you are a person that likes to understand what is happening understand what is happening and then see if it is something that theoretically intellectually could benefit you so I did I started reading. There is a, a doctor in Canada, Jason Fung. He's a nephrologist. And he has done so much work on the benefits of intermittent fasting and the treatment of diabetes and obesity. And I started watching some of his videos on YouTube and started reading some of his articles. And I started to understand the science behind it. I say, you know what, Kelly, this thing could work for you. And so I started gradually Right? Remember, no, I, was, I was already low carb, so I was fat adapted. I was already burning fat for energy. And I started by delaying my breakfast. The hardest thing about that, if I'm to be honest with you, is that I used to have breakfast with some colleagues at work. And I loved that time of day, early in the morning with our coffee and we catch up on the latest office gossip and we eat our breakfast and it was good. So to be honest with you, the hardest thing for me about delaying breakfast is that I missed having that meal with my colleagues. Yeah, keeping it real. But guess what? They weren't fat. I was the fat one that wanted to lose weight. And so I did it. And so I pushed back breakfast and I pushed it back until eventually I wasn't having up my first meal of the day until 10 a.m. OK, this is not so bad. You know, I thought to myself, this is not so bad. I can do this. And then I started pushing it back later and later, 11 o'clock, until I realized that I didn't need breakfast after all. And I started having my first meal of the day at lunchtime. And to keep me on track, there are a couple things that I did. I made sure to keep my water levels high because sometimes when you're hungry, you're really thirsty, right? So I didn't allow myself to get thirsty. I kept my water intake up. I had black coffee, which just a cup. My coffee habit is is not out of control. In fact, I cannot have more than a cup of coffee per day. Otherwise, I get shaky and jittery. So one cup of really strong coffee um, has been enough for me over the last how much years? That's my coffee habit, a cup. And black coffee is such a great appetite suppressant. And I kept busy. I kept busy. So I would schedule meetings. I would make sure that I knew exactly what I'd be doing every minute of that period where I wasn't eating. Because again, a lot of when we eat, And what we eat, guys, is habit. Think about it. You do, we eat and we drink out of habit and out of boredom a lot of the times. It's not a biological need. And I have discovered this on my journey. um, As I have eliminated foods from my diet and replaced it with other foods or with activities. I have discovered that so much of what we eat and when we eat it is due to habit. And so I created new habits in order to accommodate this practice of intermittent fasting. I visualized what was happening in my body. Every time I felt a little hunger pang during the non-eating window, I would just picture my blood sugar levels being stable. I would picture my body not needing to secrete that insulin. And I would picture my body burning my own fat and me getting smaller and me feeling more mobile and my energy going up through the roof as the ketones had free raid in my body and it helped when I visualized what was happening in my body in the absence of food and insulin I it made it easier for me to remain compliant and then I'll just give you this little add-on after a few months of consistently sticking to a 16-8 window Sometimes on a weekend, I'll be honest, I had breakfast early with the family. No problem. But during the week, I largely adhered to a 16-8 eating window. I came across a concept called super fasting. If you really want to read something about intermittent fasting and the benefits and you can get recipes and meal ideas, I highly recommend a book called What the Fat? Just Google it, What the Fat? Or you can also visit my blog at kellycatherine.com. I'll provide a link to the book there for you. And um, it's great. They shared a concept called super fasting, which is doing two consecutive days of one meal a day. So on a Monday, after I had my last meal on Sunday evening, Sunday dinner, try to wrap up by six o'clock, my next meal would be Monday's dinner at the same time. and then after that meal on Monday, the next day would be the next meal would be Tuesday at six o'clock. It was fantastic. I felt good. I felt so good. And then after Tuesday, I reverted to a 16-8 intermittent fasting pattern. You know what happened with me when I introduced, when I implemented intermittent fasting? I had greater energy. I had increased mental agility. My mind clicked. There was no negative impact on my workout regime. And listen, between me and you, I am not Usain Bolt and neither are you. You do not need any pre-workout snack to fuel you. Trust me on this. Let your body fuel itself from your own fat. I had suppressed cravings. Remember, this had already started because I was eating low carb, but the fasting reinforced. I felt in control, and this was key for me. The sense of control and mastery that I now felt as someone who all her life had been a slave to appetite was a huge payoff for me. I was winning a psychological battle in my relationship with food. And it is probably the most important battle that you will win in your own weight loss journey. To know that I can not eat. I can choose not to eat. Based simply on a decision. It puts power and control back in my hands. For me, there was no better. There is no better feeling or realization, apart from when I pull on the size smaller jeans that feel good too, that feels really good. But fun and joke aside, it is that sense of control. So I really recommend going low carb first for a couple of weeks and becoming fat adapted. Drink a lot of water during your fasting period. Stay active. Visualize the good that is happening um, when you're not eating. Run your errands, schedule meetings. You'll be amazed at how clear your mind is, how good it is. That's why so many religions have fasting as part of their practices. You know, There's a heightened awareness that comes with it. And remember to visualize what's happening in your body. Visualize the good things that are happening in your body when you're not eating. Um, In closing, there are apps that can help to keep you on track you know just like how you have your fitbit and you can count your steps and monitor your exercise and they track where your exercise goals there are carb trackers that you can use where you put in your food and you know exactly how much carbs you're consuming and where to throttle back and where you have a little leeway there are apps if you are that sort of personality there's a good one that i've heard of called zero fasting um I know people who use it and it allows you to design your fast and keeps you on track. You become part of a larger community of intermittent fasters. And, you know, I can't say this often enough and I can't overstate it. When you're trying to build a new habit, support is key. There will be days when your willpower alone will be able to sustain you and help you to remain consistent with the new habit that you're trying to build. But there are too many studies that show that you don't have this level of willpower every day. And on those days where willpower is weak, where you're having a bad day, where you're cranky, you got some bad news, your boss piss you off, or you're just feeling low, it happens. Support becomes that critical success factor. And so using an app like Zero Fasting, where you become part of a wider community of fasters, encourages you, gives you that sense of accountability that makes you less likely to throw in the towel, encourages you to keep on. And when you can actually track your progress and see and look back and say, hey, I did this fast. I didn't eat for 16 hours, I didn't eat for 12 hours, I didn't eat for 18 hours. It encourages you because it reminds you that you're stronger than you think you are in the moment. And it encourages and helps you to keep consistent. So check out Zero Fasting. I'm also going to put a link to that on my blog at kellycatherine.com. So you'll see the link for the book, What the Fat? You'll see a link to the Zero Fasting app that will help you. And um, you can also see some pictures and see for yourself if intermittent fasting has really been the game changer that I claim it, it has been for me. I put pictures of my before and during. Why during or not after? It's the way I eat. It's the way I live. And I'm still losing weight. So take a peek at the transformation that I am undergoing. KellyCatherine.com and think about intermittent fasting. Think about my suggested approach to it. Um, Think about the benefits that I outlined and decide to try it for yourself. Decide to try it for yourself with a plan, you know. Get fat adapted first by going low carb and then gradually delay your breakfast if that's the, the meal that you're going to eventually eliminate. Define your desired eating window and go for it go for it there's also an infographic that I put on my blog that shows a twenty eight day plan for upping your in your intermittent fasting game so for the first week your eating window could be ten hours the second week you cut it down to nine, third week, you reduce it further. And it's, uh, I, did it, I did it back in February. This, I used this infographic to guide me for the entire month of February with intermittent fasting. It was great. It wasn't drastic. It allowed me to ease into it, kept me consistent. So I'll also post that infographic on my blog at kellycatherine.com. Have a look at it and listen. Give it a try. Give it a try. Um, For me, it has been a game changer. And I understand why it has been a game changer. I'm working with science. It's not magic. It's not airy-fairy, hocus-pocus nonsense. It's science, guys. I'm attacking my issues at their root. Insulin resistance. And I honestly do not think we were meant to be eating round the clock. My body has never felt better. In all my almost 51 years. Think about it. Give it a try and let me know if it's working for you. Take care and until next time, see you.